0: Yeah, we back with a new episode What's the Broad Street, you know that we best to show Sam and Conway every single week Blowing up the net, it's a goddamn treat, ayy Philly Sports Talk, by the fans, for the fans Our producer Seamus G is the GOAT man Talking everything that go on here in Philly Got the intro from my homie Meek Millay. Burning up the mic, yeah, we don't cap Now hear the Wolves, listen up, it's a rap. Philly! Hello, everybody. Hello, Philadelphia. Welcome back once again to yet another edition of the Wolves of Broad Street podcast. As always, my name is Ryan Conway, and joining me here is my finals craze-driven co-host, Sam Clavin, and of course, our <laughs> producer behind the glass, Seamus G, chopping up the highlights. You just saw one drop today. They're so He makes us look good, man. He really makes us look good and makes our comedic yeah. timing look a lot better than it is. Uh, guys, we got a jam-packed episode. I say this every week, but that's because there's always crazy shit going down in the world of Philadelphia sports. we got the Phillies absolutely falling apart at the seams right now. Uh, we have yeah. the Eagles signing an old uh, division rival, someone who used to kill us, one of our known top five Philly killers of all time. But mm-hmm. before we get to any of that, Sam, I do want to talk to you about the Philadelphia 76ers because they have clinched the number one seed in that's the good. Eastern Conference We've been waiting for this for weeks. We really struggled getting there. We talked about it last Wednesday. How are you feeling about this squad going to the playoffs now, especially now we can just sit back this week, watch the plans, watch the peasants battle amongst yeah. themselves for the right to even face us?
1: Sure. I mean, minus the one game, I think it was against the Heat. Um, yeah, they tough. look like They look like a well-oiled machine, man. They, they look like a team. We've been saying this for weeks now. Like, we – we have a team, whereas I think the Brooklyn Nets don't play well together as they necessarily could. They have studs. Like they have obviously James Harden, Kyrie Irving, um, Kevin Durant. Three studs, right? Big they have mm-hmm. a big three. I just don't think I, I don't think they play well together. I don't think they play nearly as well together as we do. So, or as the Sixers do, I should stop saying we. I don't know why I do that all the time, but I just i mm-hmm. I, I identify with all these Philadelphia sports teams. I just want to be I just want to be included. Um, it's fine, but yeah, we're in
0: market. It's all good, bro. Yeah, it's all good, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I mean, they look great. Uh,
1: hopefully, they don't you know shit the bed during the playoffs. Like, I'm really very scared that
0: they're gonna do that. But I don't think they I will. mean that I can happen. Like that. that happens yeah. to the best of us, you know. <laughs> but yeah. I I will say this, man. Our road got significantly easier. Um, to the Eastern Conference Finals, just because we're not going to see Miami if they make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Only way we're I seeing them. Same with Brooklyn and Milwaukee. We're going to open up against one of the four playing teams. Sure, uh, yeah. Celtics. Ooh, who else is the Celtics? Uh, the Pacers, the Wizards, and the Hornets. Are you really concerned about any of those teams? Celtics, Pacers, Wizards, Hornets.
1: I mean, I'm Come always out. concerned. I'm always concerned about the Celtics, even no without Jalen Brown. Like even it doesn't matter how bad they are, I just feel like Brad Stevens is going to find a way to 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 fist us in in so, some kind of form. I mean, it's just, it's every year, even in, during the regular season. We did play well against them this regular season, um, but Jason Tatum is fantastic. Obviously, um, he's going to carry them to a decent. I think if we play them, I actually think it would be a, a close series. None of the other teams, I I don't Jesus think will, will be in. No. I I don't I'm not afraid of any other teams except for the Celtics. I'm I'm just always afraid
0: of Boston Boston teams. They I hate them. (laughs) And and I get that I totally get that. But and you know you can take whatever I say at face value. I'm not exactly smart. But (laughs) with the Sixers, man, going up against this Celtics team, Brad Stevens is a great head coach. He's one of the best head coaches in the NBA. Spurs of the East, yada yada yada. Sure. Coaching, especially in the NBA, can only really make so much of a difference, uh, as the, the talent really needs to be comparable. And when Jalen uh, Brown is not available, and you take a look at this Celtics team, who we've outscored by thirty points over three games, like it, it's it's really not even. It's really not going to be a problem. It really think, isn't, right. especially no, no, especially with Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons playing with playoff intensity. Daniel Green, you know, keeping a level head. He's not afraid of Boston. He's won two mm-hmm. chips in a row. He's looking for a third. He's not afraid of Boston. I think Doc Rivers gives a shit about that little pipsqueak Brad Stevens and his his band of of misfit toys because no. that's really is what the Celtics roster is outside of outside of uh, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. It's just the island of misfit toys. Just a bunch of different yeah. pieces that no one really knows how they fit. They're all sleepers. Like they're all guys that like, oh wow, he's gonna be sick. You know, it, but they never are. Like that guy uh, Pritchard,
1: right? What, what's his? Yeah. Is that did I get that right? Mm-hmm. He had like a yeah. really hot
0: start, and he's kind of falling off a little bit, right? Yeah, because he's not a real NBA player. Uh, neither yeah. is that. Uh, there's so many guys on that roster who one, one, they're just uh, they're an ugly roster, and two, the the basketball they play can be really ugly. Just, just, just because it's really not that good, but. Dude, screw them, man. Screw the Celtics. Screw everybody True. else in the Eastern Conference because we are immediate. We're, we're going to the Eastern Conference Finals. I really do believe that. Uh, because I mean, who's gonna play us in the second round? It's gonna be either the Knicks or the Hawks. Are, are are you worried about the, the Atlanta Hawks, Sam? Not worried about the Atlanta Hawks at all. <laughs> I, no. I literally I don't even know who's on their team besides Trey Young. Exactly. There's Trey Young and and then John Collins is all right. He's all right. Okay. And then like a bunch of you know they got like Clint Capella who is just you know he's like he can't stop Joel Embiid. Really, what yeah. you have to look for is can someone stop Joel Embiid on any That's of these exactly Eastern Conference basketball say. teams? Yep.
1: I was gonna ask. I was gonna ask you if because I can't think of anybody on the Celtics that can stop Joel Embiid. I I can't think of definitely can't think of anybody on the Hawks. Uh, maybe Capella, but no. Um, I can't think. Of, I guess the the Heat would be Adebayo. Maybe he's pretty good at defense. I don't know, um, but nobody's going to be able to stop Embiid. And I really hope that there's a new, I want Embiid to get that, um that title of like, you know, turning it up a little bit, playoff Embiid versus like yeah. regular season Embiid. How sick would that be? If he like actually turns it up, like in the, in the playoffs, which I think he will, mm-hmm. that's going to be special. It should, it should be, be special.
0: That would be unreal just to hear the frick. Cause I mean, like we've seen Joel Embiid in the playoffs, and we may we've caught glimpses of playoff Joel Embiid. We've seen what yeah. he can do when he doesn't have the bubble guts in Toronto. We 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 can see you know we we've seen what he's been able to do and now it's just you know all the all the chips are kind of you know falling perfectly, you know? You know mm-hmm. the, the the hand that we've been dealt that we're being forced to play with is really something special. Yeah. Especially now we've got Matisse back. He he looked great. We saw Tyrese Maxey in that Great. I will admit, I did not watch the entirety of that throwaway basketball game because we already on Sunday, we already had the one scene locked up. I watched more Call of Duty League that day than I did (laughs) NBA basketball. And it was, it was, hey, man, it was stage three major tournament, half a million dollars on the line. I found it a little bit more interesting than a meaningless basketball game. But from what I did see, because I had, you know, had the double screens going, you have to. Of course Um, you do. Dude, Tyrese Maxey, nine of 10 from the field. (laughs) Twenty-four points in the first half against. I get. I get. It, it's the Orlando Magic, but this is like a 19, 20 year twenty-year-old kid. So this yeah. guy's three years younger than me now. Like, and 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 he's out there. He's improved tremendously as a spot-up shooter as well. And honestly, uh, and a lot of people at the Liberty Line, I think, are starting to feel this way. He's going to have to see minutes in the playoffs. And it was funny a month ago. We were like, he's not going to see minutes. Two months ago, he's not going to see minutes. But mm-hmm. he's really kind of played his way into being a valuable piece in this playoff rotation, offering something totally. that that our lineup doesn't have.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. I'll I'll say I'll say this. I'll say this again. When we first drafted him and I watched his highlights, we talked about it. If there was an NCAA tournament, if there was a March Madness that he would have been able to play in, he would have been a top eight pick. Mm-hmm. And, but he fell to us at what, 20? 21. 21. Sure. I think- like that's absolutely that's unreal. And I'm so Ew. glad that we, I'm so glad that we did not trade him to get Harden. Oh my gosh. I I specifically remember talking about this. You know, I was, I was driving through like Lancaster or something and doing like hardwood flooring deliveries for the, for the family business. Why plank floor supply? Um, and I call you and I'm like, dude, the Harden trade is going to happen and Maxi is going to be included in the deal. They were talking about it on the radio because that's what I do all day when I, when I make deliveries and stuff is I just listen to sports radio and they're like, Oh my gosh, this is like going to happen. This is literally happening. Sources are saying we're getting Harden, and Maxi, and Matisse are in the deal. And I was (gasps) like, no, 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 no. no. You were fine with Ben Simmons.
0: You were fine with Ben Simmons getting shipped to Houston for Harden. You didn't want Matisse and Matt. And I was with you, honestly, like I, I, I had grown a little tired of Ben Simmons. I grown weary. And then we didn't get to see him in the playoffs with that knee injury. And I was like, you know what? And my buddy uh, Ethan DeLeeman was texting me. He was like, that Embiid Harden pick and roll is going to be unstoppable. And that, I mean, that would have been cool. That mm-hmm. definitely would have been cool to watch. Would have been great basketball. But I think, especially for the long term viability of this team, I get we're in win now mode, but we can win now without James Harden. I fully believe that, especially considering the team that we've got constructed. And Tyrese Max is going to be a massive part of that. Dude, his quickness, it, the way that he just gets to the bucket, nobody else on our team can do that. The nobody floater. else on our team can do that.
1: Dude, the floater. He's going to get that trademarked after him.
0: He has to. The tire the, the Maxi floater is, the it's another floater. thing entirely. It looks exactly like a standard floater, except mm-hmm. it never misses. Never. It's never. He's never missed a floater in the NBA. You can't convince me otherwise. You can show me all the stats you want. You can show <laughs> me all the percentages you want. Tyrese Maxey has never missed a floater in an NBA game, um, and that's just kind of how it goes. And he he's just so he's just so good, man. He's so yeah. good. I have a uh, I have a stupid question to ask you, and I want to Please? bring it back to
1: Doc Rivers a little bit. Has mm-hmm. Doc Rivers ever won an NBA championship?
0: Yes, with the yeah. Boston Celtics, that Kevin Garnett big three. Okay,
1: got it, got mm-hmm. it. I was just I, I wanted to see if he had like the like the experience and stuff that, yeah. that we may that we need in a head coach and I'm so glad now that you said that cuz I do I do remember that now. Um mm-hmm. Doc Rivers I think is going to be and, and I know you were saying earlier that maybe a head coach doesn't necessarily impact, you know, the 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 games as much as maybe a uh, major league baseball manager does or an NFL head coach mm-hmm. or something like that. Um but it can't hurt. I mean Doc Rivers is is the man. He's been there before and he's going to be able to make the the late game adjustments as needed. Um, and I, I keep going back to you. Do you remember the uh, the defensive adjustments that we made against like the Pacers or something that, that, oh, yeah. that three, two zone with Matisse up top. And ben absolutely. Up top. Yeah. Matisse and Ben up top. That was absurd. I was like, at that point I was like, okay, he knows like, he gets it. And he's going to be able to get that done in the playoffs as well. So that's going to be good. And I'm mm-hmm. very excited for that.
0: Absolutely, I mean, here's the thing. I, I've definitely had my criticisms of Doc Rivers. Sure, uh, just those all bench lineups can really kill me, and my like just sometimes his rotations can be a little suspect. But I do believe that you know he's if if anything, I think he was just trying to test some stuff out and see what worked and what didn't work. And now that we're in the playoffs, uh, ideally, Doc will continue to make the right decisions that you know got us to that mm-hmm. number one seed. Uh, but outside of that, man, I really think that, you know, I mean, I was a little bit wrong as well in saying that the head coaches can't affect the game that much because obviously they're making the rotations, they're doing everything like that. Um, but still, I, I, I think he can impact the mentality of this team. And I think we've seen that since day one, everyone bought into the culture. I, I saw the most wholesome thing actually uh, on Twitter. I normally, you know, I, I can occasionally cringe at the wholesome Twitter content for the Sixers that, you know, sure. some people put out because I'm like, all right, what is this? A kid show? But <laughs> Mat- <laughs> Matisse Thibel is sitting there on the bench <laughs> and he's a little cold and he starts covering himself in towels. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then Mike Scott sees him doing it and then he just starts covering. So Matisse Thibel's got like 30 towels on him. He's looking like the Michelin man. And, <laughs> and then he folded them all up and put them away. <laughs> That's a good kid right there. That's yeah, the kind of boy. chemistry this team's got, man. There's just so many good things about the Philadelphia 76ers. But at the same time, there are a lot of question marks. Like, what mm-hmm. are our lineups? What are our rotations really going to be? And Doc said, know. hey, hey, we. I'm confident enough in this team to run an 11-man lineup in the playoffs, which is insane. That's like never, no one ever does that. It's usually eight or nine guys. But I really sure. think that on the right night, you know, the right guy gets going, you yeah. know, yeah, you know, you find the hand, we may see 11 Sixers in a playoff game. That like really my, uh, like my high school baseball
1: coach, Ken Baker, always said, you know, you have your stars that need mm-hmm. to play well in the playoffs, you know, but then there's always got to be that one extra guy that steps up and puts on a show and it's somebody that you don't ever expect but somebody needs to you know and that could very well be one of our bench players it could be it could be Tyrese Maxey it could be Matisse Thibel. who knows mm-hmm. it we could be Dwight a, Howard even who cares
0: it just has to be somebody a litany of guys at every position coming off the bench that can have a big night we got Shake Milton liable to go off Furkan Shake, Korkmaz I forgot about Shake liable to go <laughs> off Tyrese Maxey is liable to go up isaiah joe if he can get hot from three is liable to just drop buckets like we have so much talent on this roster it Mm -hmm. really is a deep roster and if we can find out the right ways to make these guys play together we can go the distance we can make the finals and we can beat whoever we get there
1: yeah so i i got another question for you ryan
0: please what so the sixers
1: aren't known as a big three-point shooting team Am I correct mm-hmm. in saying that? Yes, that's
0: yes, true. Does that worry you at all for the playoffs? It can. It definitely can. Because yeah. it can get down to the point where this really showed, especially in our first loss to the Jazz, that game where Ben Simmons had 42. We mm-hmm. made just as many, if not one or two more field goals as them. We had similar free throw numbers, but they just hit more threes. And there is a point where you live by the three-pointer, you die by the three-pointer, yeah. but like, there is just a point where – if they just keep hitting threes and you keep hitting twos, even if you're matching them, going you know shot for shot, you're yeah. going to lose that game because they're making shots that are worth more. Yeah, that's math. I think Quick what yeah. what we have to do really is you know take advantage of those open looks. That's something that Seth Curry can definitely work on. Is he really only wants to take the most perfect three pointer possible? He does not <laughs> want any obstruction in any way, anyone closing out. And he run, he'll run up and do a floater, and I'm like, just pump fake, step to the side, shoot, or don't, or just pull up. In 2K, I wouldn't even. It, it would be a light contest in 2K. It would be a yeah. light contest. So I just need, I need to see a little bit more of that. Just maybe a little bit more willingness to pull the trigger in a tight window. And that's that's really, you know, if the guys are hitting shots, like I know that we can. I mean, Danny Green, Daniel leads the league in corner threes. Okay. Like that's the perfect stat for him. That's exactly what I want from him.
1: Does he really? We just kind of,
0: yeah.
1: Huh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. He's playing in every, every time I watch him Green, he's bricking threes. But dude,
0: no, he's been great. He really, he was, dude. He was bricking, as you and I as you and I recall, but he's improved. He's improved a lot and he's been a, a critical player for the Sixers. Um that's all I got the be,
1: Sixers. Yeah,
0: he could be one of the guys that steps up
1: and does some does some cool things in the playoffs. Yeah, he's a star. Right? He's still a starter, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's a starter. Yeah. He, he's a starter, but he's definitely not like a a star on our team. Mm-hmm. By
0: no means. So he could definitely he could be one of those guys that shows up for the playoffs and helps us helps us win. Oh, I, I we're gonna be counting on him. If anything, uh, yeah. I think we need Danny. I, I mean, I don't need like a one Danny Green every night, but I do need Danny Green to to go out and be vintage Danny Green every once in a while, just mm-hmm. make shit happen. Yes. So we'll see. Need that. He's
1: got to get that. What is it? He needs the fourth ring. He can't say three rings anymore, right? Yeah.
0: He needs needs the fourth. He's got to get the fourth. Get three in a row with three different teams. I don't know if a player – I don't believe a player's ever done that before. Wow. That would be cool. That would be really cool.
1: Yeah. And one one final question about the Sixers, and then we can move on to the doghouse. I've asked you this before, uh, but I want to see if your answer has changed at all. Can the Sixers actually pull this off and win the NBA Yeah.
0: Yeah. 100%. Could definitely pull it off. I I really think uh obviously that ECF is going to go 6 or 7 games. I don't think mm-hmm. we're just because of the, you know, Giannis is so damn good and as yeah. much as I like to say the Milwaukee's just uh Giannis and a bunch of role players, they've got two actual studs in Drew Holiday and and Chris Middleton. Chris 20 Middleton. point at night scores. Uh, so th- th- those are going to be two great matchups. Uh, you know, we'll see who we face in the Eastern Conference Finals. I'm, su- I really don't see us losing in the second round. That would be a massive upset, and some heads would have to roll. Like something would have to happen if we lost in the second round to the Knicks or the Hawks. That would really be unacceptable. That's that's just That'd not. Happen. That's not. Yeah, yeah, I would be pissed. Mm-hmm. We lose in the conference finals to the to the Bucks or the Nets. Unless say blowing a three one lead or something. If we put up a fight, I'm going to be upset. I would like us to go to the finals, but I'm not gonna be as furious as I would be if we lost in the second round. Yeah.
1: Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Yeah. Sixers. yeah.
0: Let's go. Let's let's see it, man. That's the goal. So yeah, I think that's gonna do for the Sixers segment. A nice, nice thick boys segment for the Sixers. Sam, we're gonna go ahead and move into the doghouse brought to you by Wide yeah. Plank Floor Supply. Visit their website at ww.wideplankforesupply.com. Get a recommendation for a contractor, get a quote. Wide plank floor supply. If it's wide, they've got it. Sam, who do you have in the dog house this week?
1: This is interesting um, because yeah, it's I'll, I'll just go ahead and say it. I'm putting my dog in the doghouse. <laughs> I'm putting my dog Sully in the doghouse. He's a big dopey English setter. And today, you know, I get stuck at home now that I'm home and I'm doing like exams and stuff. And I, I get stuck with the dogs while everybody's off at work or at school. And, this motherfucker would not stop whining unless he was sitting right next to me with my hand on his noggin. If I took it away, he would start crying. What a bum. He was being such a puss. He was being a palms-up puss and then he would hit me with his paw and I'm like, "Dude, I'm going to punch your nose. You're pissing <laughs> me off. I'm trying to do things here. I'm trying to, you know, work on my work on my final paper, work on my one of my exams and stuff." Right. He was pissing me off, so my dog is going in the doghouse. My dog Sally.
0: Honestly, fitting. Yeah, you mean Chooch? Yeah. <laughs> what I'm been, still bro. mad about that to this They're, day. I think about that probably once a week. I just get a little yeah. angry at your sister. I'm still <laughs> mad that my sister
1: <laughs> would not let us name our dog Chooch. That's messed up, man. Just so mad. <laughs> who do you who, who who do you got in the doghouse?
0: And my uh, my entry for the doghouse this week, um, just. I can't really name names, not because I I just don't remember their names, but because I saw it on Twitter. And it's just a lot of people comparing Ryan Kerrigan to Chris Long. Like, can oh, we just yeah. stop? Can we just stop? It's like very cringe, honestly. Like, yeah. stop fetishizing the 2017 Super Bowl winners. Like, this is not the same team. This is not the same thing. It's just an old white dude joining the team looking for, you know, I, I don't even know. It's not even like looking for a ring. It's not even like that. It's just like, I mean, I don't think you joined this Eagles team looking for a ring in the first place. But yeah, I just need people to stop. You know, I'm I'm all happy about that big signing, getting Ryan Kerrigan. We're going to talk about that right after the doghouse. But yeah, you know, having it's it's just not fair. Don't put don't put Ryan Kerrigan in a box before he gets here. Just stop doing this. True, we we yeah. don't need to do this with everybody. The tw- oh, this Sixers team has 2017 Eagles vibes. Shut the fuck up. All that dumb shit. I can't yeah, stand let, it. Yeah, let them I, be them, you know? It's yeah. just, a, it's a different team. Not, not it's a out of different tennis, sport. It's, yeah, it's just <laughs> all these different things. Like, I just can't stand it. I just can't stand it. So, yeah, all, all of you weirdos that love to cling to the past, go ahead, file one by one and sit crisscross applesauce in the doghouse for for a week or so. And that is going to do it for the doghouse brought to you by Wide Plank Floor Supply. Visit their website at www.wideplankfloorsupply.com. Get a recommendation for a contractor. Get a quote. It's a one-stop shop. They're going to help you do it all. They're going to help you do it all. Get some wide planks, beautiful wide planks in your home or office today. Wide Plank Floor Supply. If it's wide, they've got it. Sam Glavin. Eagles signed Ryan Kerrigan, Birds. Uh, former, former Washington football team, defensive end. One of our top five Philly killers of all time. I don't remember which one of our top fives he was in, but yeah. uh, if whichever ones of us missed it, when we did that over a year ago, now uh, fully agreed, he should have made all of our lists because he just gobbled up Eagles quarterbacks. He's like top 10 all time in sacks against the Eagles. Yeah, and now exactly. he's with us after 10 years on a division rival, I'm pretty excited. How are you feeling about that?
1: It feels almost like too good to be true. You know, it it totally came out of nowhere. I had no idea that he was even a free agent. I had no idea that we were even going to have enough monies to give him for like Mm -hmm. a year or something because he's a he is a great defensive end. Like he is Mm -hmm. a great defensive tackle. Like he is phenomenal and he's been doing it for a long time and he's a vet. And it's just going to sure up our, it was the perfect, it it is the perfect signing. So I'm skeptical (laughs) as a, as a normal Philadelphia fan would be (laughs) like, is he a, my, and my mind is going all these crazy places. Like he's, he's gotta be a double agent. Like he's gotta be trying to help Washington out in his final year of his career or something like that. Like it's what it has to be. Yeah. I, I just can't. Or, or, or you know, it all just ends up coming together, and he's a sick de- event defensive tackle for us, like mm-hmm. for a year. And then, if he decides to play again, maybe take maybe throw some more money at him if he we'll plays well.
0: You know, who cares? Yeah. He's a What's good player, a, he's like a perfect kind of guy to add. I mean, granted, 33, definitely getting out there in years, 10 years in the league is you know, that's going to take a toll on pretty much anyone's body, but CT, yeah. <laughs> We're not we're, – we're, we're not we, – we, we, <laughs> uh, we didn't pick him up to start, which is great. We have such great depth in defensive line. I mean, obviously, a tackle, we got uh, Fletcher Cox. That's we fun. got Javon Hargrave. And then on the outside, we got Derek Barnett, Josh Sweat. We got uh, – Brandon Graham. We got this Don Ridgway, Brandon Graham. <laughs> like, And oh then God. now Ryan Kerrigan. And That's got to be – There are a couple of guys – this is just off the top of my head. We've got – a. So just that 2017 cycle in and out, we've got that kind of depth now, what I think is the right price tag. So Howie's slowly piecing things together because in the NFL, I, I, even if you're blatantly tanking, you can't give off the appearance that you're trying to tank. And it looks like yeah. Howie Roseman is trying to put together a viable football team for this 2021 season. And I, I, the more and more you know, we take a look at it, like I saw Devontae Smith and and uh, it Trevon rhymes out of uh, Florida. Yeah. I mean mm-hmm. I know one of them was a, a first round pick in Devontae Smith number 10 overall and one of them's undrafted yeah. free yeah. agent uh but they, the both these guys are looking pretty and I know it's rookie mini camps it's like shirts and shells and the, nothing no, no big deal but like these are guys yeah. man
1: mm-hmm. Grimes so these- is for sure uh bringing bringing um what's it called it's Greg Ward vibes to the uh, to the table right now you know I like uh, mm-hmm. and our own our very own Victor Williams is uh, is very high on uh, on on Grimes as well uh, mm-hmm. two things one I haven't had a single bad thing to say about Howie
0: Roseman since before the draft how crazy is that here's what it is is that nothing happened really before the draft right. other than the, uh, uh, other than things. the tra- other than the trade yeah that's things that, like
1: we've signed like a bunch of guys. I haven't hated any of the undrafted free. I mean, I, I don't know how I would hate any of the undrafted free mm-hmm. agent signings, but you know, he Weird signed move. Anthony, Anthony Harris. You know, like I was looking at a list of like players that we now have and like Anthony Harris, Harris safety, Eric, I totally Eric Wilson about. too. Yeah. Wilson. And then now Ryan Kerrigan and drafting Devontae Smith. Like what's going on?
0: Yeah. I don't really know. Two,
1: two, I can't think of a better defensive line than what we have right now, like in the league. I can't, I can't think of anybody else who has a better defensive line, and the depth, at least. I mean, that's I uh, that's mean, absurd.
0: Chiefs, NFC maybe. East has got some good. Uh, here's the thing: it could still be the Washington Football Team. That is a dirty yeah. defensive line. Um, maybe the Chargers. Maybe the Niners. Sure. Anywhere any for any team like, that has a Bosa. <laughs> yeah, any Bosa. Yeah, that's pretty much what I was thinking. Uh <laughs> but yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be the you know, that's gonna be a big ticket item for the Phillies to focus on is just, you know, keeping these guys healthy. And if we can keep them healthy and keep them rotating, then yeah, uh we are we have it we have the opportunity to be the best defensive line in the league. If not, I mean definitely top five, easily yeah. top ten defensive line in the yeah, league. Who needs a need linebacker much. when you just have a sick defensive line, you know? That's yeah. the thing, man. Is like <laughs> That's kind of what we did in 2017. Uh, we didn't really have a stellar oh, yeah. secondary. Jordan Hicks. We just I mean, we just had guys, Jordan Hicks. He was ball. great. Dude, he was 2017? awesome. <laughs> in
1: 2017?
0: Yeah. I'm sure I'm he played. Are you sure he played?
1: Yeah, because I was you pissed mean, off because he
0: went to the Cardinals right after that. Are we sure? I'm pretty sure he was hurt, dude. Because Nigel Bradham was the... Oh, was he hurt? Uh, I'm pretty uh, sure. Okay. You know, you... you, you
1: you go ahead and rip for a second (laughs) i will i'll uh i'm i'm just very i'm very astounded that i have not had a lot of bad things to say about um howard roseman i mean that's something that's that's something that we've lived off of on the show for for years we've been doing this for for two years now and we've always loved ripping on howie roseman um because we didn't have the show when it was uh 2017 right and then it was uh that was the Super Bowl year. And that was when we all loved Howie Roseman to death. And then after that, it was just straight downhill from there. But now, I mean, he, he hasn't screwed up that much recently. I'm just, I'm Mm -hmm. trying to think of things that I can't and I, and I can, I'm, I was very happy with the draft. The only qualm that I have with the draft is that we didn't really, that we didn't take a corner in the, in the second round, but you know, I could, it's justified because Jason Kelsey is retiring in two years and we have, um, Dickerson, um, Landon Dickerson, is that his name? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah, Landon Dickerson out of uh, Alabama. and I mean, we actually took guys out of the SEC, which is fantastic. And mm-hmm. I, I have no complaints about how I've known. That's like Monk or so.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. He, he. Wow, I totally forgot he was on that team. He did get hurt. He hurt his Achilles in week seven. Hicks, right? Hicks yeah. did in that Super Bowl year. Yes. so yeah damn dude yeah that was a guy that i was really you know hopeful about i was really some mm-hmm. guy that i thought could really be successful and that never really panned out for us he's looked good oh uh, he's been fucking great
1: for the cardinals yeah he was a, he was a pro bowler for them I'm pretty sure jesus
0: christ man you know yeah. but hey man look into the future the phillies are the eagles are <laughs> we'll the eagles are first. uh The Eagles are putting together a pretty solid squad, and I'm excited to see. Like, and I know before the draft, I said I wasn't excited, but now, like, Howie Roseman's actually made moves to like semi support this quarterback. One thing I don't like, and this has nothing to do with Howie Roseman, um, I saw on Twitter today, you might have seen it as well. Um, that guy, someone took a photo of the lake, and Carson Wentz is still up on a banner there. Did see that, yeah, that's kind of brutal. brutal. Got to be taken care of immediately. Yeah, that's got to go. That's got to be gone. (laughs) That has to go. But, you know, outside of that, man, just kind of just waiting for the, you know, season to, you know, we've got a lot of other stuff going on. So it's just kind of waiting. It's kind of waiting. So I'm honestly good to talk, Phil's, if you want to go talk, Phil's, because I mean, we're just kind of in a holding pattern with the birds now that we've got all the news out of the way.
1: One, one more. I guess slightly banterous um Ooh, topic please. to talk about. So we're talking about the banner of Carson Wentz, right? And he was I mean he was the banner for what four or five years. Um outside the link. Do you have a player in mind that you would like to see on the
0: banner? Get him up on the banner, dude. Um do yeah. mean, we I can't, do, we a quarterback. Get... We, we can't yeah, do Jalen Hurts, really. Dude, no, yeah, you can't do Jalen Hurts. Do you see that? Oh, they didn't put him on the promo material either, I don't think or like what? the schedule release <laughs> yeah like we don't, don't know, know man i mean he's been endorsed by the by the franchise and everything no i know yeah that's more that's or less crazy. Guess, but it's just like i can't really know, think man. of a
1: guy that we have that's like a that banner material you know we don't i don't know t- like, i guess we Jason don't have kelsey quarterback. yeah but he's gonna retire in like two years man yeah years. i guess less. I,
0: um, damn
1: maybe brandon uh, maybe. graham
0: yeah yeah no that's a great fletcher cox brandon graham fletcher cox Dra- Brandon Graham. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think that's a good choice to get up on a banner if they're, because I'm sure they've got multiple. Yeah, oh, yeah. they have to. I'm sure. It's Ooh, not like we, we don't have a we don't have
1: a Bryce Harper or a JT Realmuto, you know, on the on an eagle mm-hmm. on on this Eagles team right now. So it's no, no, we do It's not. interesting. I like looking at that stuff. It's uh, it's interesting to see the marketing behind that.
0: It tells. You it's know, it's very yeah. telling, man. It's very telling mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. We can move on to the Phillies now. If yeah. You want. So yeah, let's do exactly that, Sam. What the hell happened in Florida playing Toronto? Just a series of unfortunate events. I
1: mean, <laughs> just <laughs> so many things. Like we didn't in that in that absolutely little league ish game that we had against the Blue Jays that I watched. Um wow, what a bad, bad major league baseball game. That was just horrendous. <laughs> I <sighs> errors. Out the ass for both for both teams both teams but yeah i was telling i was telling you pre-show that i was looking at um or i was trying to put together you know some notes for for what we're going to talk about with the phillies and this is the first time in forever that i've actually had to look at the injury report yeah for the week or for the day or whatever because there are just so many just absolutely so many and i can't even keep track and it's star players too so like obviously we have Bryce Harper is day to day right now, uh, with a, uh, what's it called? I just refreshed the page for no reason. Um, he has a, Oh my God. And I just totally lost
0: it. Oh my that's goodness. That's our, that's our tech yeah. savvy. Sam Lavin, <laughs> I'm so good, good gentlemen. at this. That's dude. our tech wow. wizard.
1: Yeah. I, I'm really good. At, I'm really good at, you know, the, the tech stuff
0: and everybody. So yeah. My, I mean, that's, uh,
1: my interns, like my, my new employers for my internship are going to find that out really quick. That's good. <laughs> that will be good. Yeah, uh, the, uh, the, uh, I'll pull. I'll pull up the injury stuff later. Um, but there's so we didn't have a healthy bench player to put in um, during. Yeah, it was the, weird. Uh, we had
0: nine players.
1: Yeah, we didn't have a single healthy guy because um, Kingery got hurt, and he was playing because he had to because he sucks right now. Uh, He's so bad, bro. And then he got hurt, and we were like, "Oh my god, Bryce Harper!" Like hit his head. I don't know what he did. I. I, I <sighs> Screwed up the the injury report thing. I can't, I gotta I gotta get back to it. But so you had So you
0: had dizziness.
1: Yeah, I guess that's dizziness from swinging and missing at so many pitches. He's going in a circle. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm dizzy from watching. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm dizzy from watching him do it. So imagine actually being that that person.
1: Like <laughs> sometimes I can actually feel the breeze through the TV from Scott Kingery's baseball bat. Did you get one of those forty TVs, bro? What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, I I felt it all the way in Florida. This guy sucks at swinging and missing baseball. I still can't pull up this stupid injury report. What the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Philly's <laughs> injury report. Report. What? Oh so brutal. How does it? How is it that hard? I don't know. I keep getting redirected to all these different places. There we go. Okay, so Scott Kingery day to day. Uh, Nap. Uh Nap was a late scratch on Sunday against the Blue Jays, so he couldn't play. So Raphael Marchand had to play and he's just okay. Um and JT or Nap had left side tightness. What the what does that even mean? Who God, doesn't? Get in the lineup. <laughs> Uh, Ramuto wrist out of the lineup uh, last Sunday. Didi Gregorius was out of the lineup on Sunday with an elbow injury, Didi. and Bryce Bryce Harper shoulder. I couldn't remember if it was his elbow or his shoulder, Bryce Harper, because I got I got him and Didi mixed up. That's why I needed to pull up the injury report. Uh, but yeah, Bryce Harper's shoulder, and you could easily tell that that's what was going on because he got yeah. he got put in for Kingery when he got when Kingery got hurt because he got had dizzy. to play. He had he had to play, and we had to play him, and he couldn't throw the ball. Like he had to just like, just like pussy it to second yeah. base, and he could swing. He took like in the in the when they started coming back, he took like three daddy hacks, and you could just tell that he was in pain. He swung and missed it, like all three of them.
0: <laughs> so, good guy, good guy, Bryce.
1: Yeah, yeah. The injuries have just been piling up. Not to mention like the pitching staff stuff. Archie Bradley is set to, or he pitched on sunday i believe in lehigh valley i i wanted to go and catch that game i really did but i couldn't
0: damn yo just couldn't happen but hey man on oh, the bright man. side of things outside of the injuries to t- take a look at nick Maton, bro oh first major league oh. home run and then a second major league home run and in consecutive innings consecutive in plate so appearances he awesome. is so They're good
1: he is so good at baseball I'm he's just so good glad. at baseball
0: and he's so damn handsome too. It's he's really the he total package. This Nick made guy. He is. A, he actually is a pretty good looking dude. I'm not going to lie. I, I mean, can't even lie. I can't even front. Yeah. Like it's one of like, that's not something that I venture to point out,
1: you know, but no. it's just,
0: I've been hit over the head with it.
1: Yeah. He's a, uh, he's a pretty good looking dude. He's got a really hot girlfriend as well. Yeah. Um, as he should. So
0: dude rakes on and off the f- diamond. I suppose. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, let's say that. <laughs> that's good. Honestly, though, I um, if he was so, I don't know. Like when I cannot, I can't, I can't wait until we have a Nick Maton and Bryson Stott middle infield. That's just gonna be that's a it's a it's a few years down the road. As I don't know how many years Didi has left or Segura or whatever, but um, I just can't wait to have that because it's gonna be two homegrown guys, you know, and. Nick Maton,
0: dude, the whole infield will be homegrown at that point.
1: True, and you know when the last time we had that was 2008. Imagine that! Imagine, imagine imagine winning games with people from your own system. Imagine
0: it's here is the we do it occasionally. (laughs) Do it occasionally. We'll have our guys step up, but it's not, dude. Not nearly enough, doesn't have it nearly enough. As much as I love Bryce, you know, there's gotta be other guys than Bryce. Mm-hmm. We got a whole how many minor league teams do we have? Like four.
1: Well, so there's we can go down the line. the triple A is Lehigh Valley, Iron Pigs, Double A is Reading Phillies, Single A is Um Lakewood, uh the Blue Claws, and then um I don't know who like the short season A is. I think that's just down in Clearwater somewhere. Oh uh, yeah, yeah the Clear, Clearwater they, something or other. So I,
0: I think it's just the Clearwater Phillies. Really lazy. But
1: yeah, that is pretty lazy. Well, it's but, the red, the red it's like, double A hey.
0: is Redding Phillies, too. That's pretty lazy.
1: I mean, so bad. Oh, my yeah.
0: God. No, dude, I like Mick Abel. Mick Abel tossed a he's bit been of a gem. It.
1: Yeah, he's been crushing it. I I would call him up like tomorrow if I could. <laughs> but, 97,
0: yeah, 98. Means- Wait, and Spencer Howard did well, too. So we've got yeah. pitching prospects down the line going right now. I'm loving this, dude. It's been It's been so long. Since it, since we've had since we've had something like this, I just I, I absolutely love it, and we got a guy
1: back for in center field. Odubel Herrera has been absolutely crushing the baseball. Recently.
0: He's been really good He's ever been since great. that boneheaded play against uh, who the hell was that against? Oh my god! Oh, was that the one, one where like a Philly special the, the Nats? Yeah, the with miscommunication
1: the with Bryce with Bryce Harper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was. That was such lame social media content from. I wrote a fucking article was, about it. I forgot who it yeah. was
0: against. That's how bad <laughs> that,
1: that social media shit was. That was so bad. That social media, mm-hmm. they, Nat, the Nats social media is just terrible. And then they got swept, or they didn't get swept. We beat beat them in the series, but yeah, I everything should if if we didn't have all the injuries that we had right now, I think the Phillies would be just fine and they'd be winning the uh, they'd be winning the NL East. But alas.
0: Where do we stand right burn. now
1: in the NL East? I think we're in second. Uh, NL East standings. Let's see if I have any technical difficulties this time. Uh, yeah, we're in second, right behind the. Uh, we're half a game back from the Mets right now. We're one game above 500. The Mets are two games above 500. Half a game back. So okay, this division is is winnable.
0: Oh my God! Yeah, we're 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 fine. We're mm-hmm. we're going to keep. And the Braves are sustaining injuries too. This
1: is anybody's division right now, probably besides mm-hmm. the Nationals and the Marlins, because the Nationals can The Nationals cannot hit the broadside of a barn right now, or a beach ball, for that matter. Um, so they, uh, and then the Marlins. We haven't even seen the Marlins yet. That's crazy. I think we play them tomorrow. Actually, yeah, we do. We, we do play them we tomorrow. Do. Yeah, that's gonna I'm be. I, I'm I'm not excited about that in the slightest. Are
0: uh, we gonna see yeah, six, though?
1: The na- oh, I sure hope not. I think he might be hurt. If I'm being honest, tight. I don't know. <laughs> that would be good. Yeah, I think we're seeing Al Alca- Alcantara first, or like one. Of, he's he's definitely
0: going to be pitching that one of those games, and he always are dices they, us up. What do they got? Like in Arias or Rania? They, they got one of those. Yes, they do. They have one of they those. Do. I don't know they which one, one of those, of those two, two. They last have teams. one of those.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, like I was saying, like this is anybody's division right now in terms of the numbers because the Nationals, who are in last place are only three games back from first place.
0: Jesus so. Dude, this is straight up the NFC East all over again, in, except yeah. in baseball.
1: Everybody's right there. So it's the Mets at 18 and 16, Phillies at 21 and 20, Braves at 19 and 21, Marlins at 18 and 22, and the Nats at 16 and 20.
0: How crazy is that? That's insane. Dude, oh, that's wild. Oh, my God. That's so bad.
1: It's not it's even so bad. It's just the average.
0: Just, it's just so funny, up, yeah. Straight no, up yeah. Just straight <laughs> up, it's like the Gabe Kapler division. Oh, speaking of Gabe Kapler, oh, I saw no, that do they no, 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 this is funny, man. It's fine. Uh, they saw, or I was watching, uh, like the Blue Jays have a great record during day games, and it's like a top five discrepancy in record between day games versus night games. Guess oh, who has the largest discrepancy between winning day games? And winning night games.
1: Is it the Giants? Since you it's say Gabe, Gabe Kapler.
0: Kapler and the Giants, yeah. Oh my god, is that what not is, like of? Of course,
1: right. Like, just be a bigger so, fucking
0: freak. So like. on
1: brand, like <laughs> so totally on brand for Gabe Kapler. What a fucking idiot! He is he's so like, weird.
0: Wins seven. Uh, he's like wins seventy percent of his day games and like thirty percent of his night games or 40% of his night games or something like <laughs> that. I'm like, you're a freak, bro. Like you're that's
1: figure it out. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the, uh, that's like the, the, what's it? The stats, uh, the winning percentages with the Phillies uh, when Ben Davis is calling baseball games. And when, um, when John Kruk is calling baseball dude, games, he, Ben
0: Davis needs to,
1: he needs to be fired. <laughs> he needs to be straight up fired. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. I hate that guy so much. And I had like beef. I when I didn't really know who he was, I like had beef with him just because he's like a Malvern. He was a Malvern prep grad, and he played oh, basketball yeah. there. And I, I hate that school. Um, but he just sucks. He's just not good at his job. And they fired. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like they fired Greg Murphy over that guy. Like, are you kidding me? That was the worst. Thing. I don't want to get into it.
0: I don't know. <laughs> 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 Oh man! Anything? Uh, anything else we gonna want to cover with the fills before we thank the 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 three people here? No, I think I'm good to go. Huh? Well, thank you everybody for tuning into this episode of the Wolves of Broad Street. All three of you, uh, yeah. thanks for hanging on with us. And uh, Sam, give them the sign off, and we'll uh, yeah, sure. we'll get out of their hair. <laughs> yeah,
1: um, big shout out to the uh, the Liberty Line letting us uh, banter on the uh, live on on the radio waves or on the Twitter waves or whatever it is. Uh, big shout-out to uh, – you know what? I'm going to give a big shout-out to both of us for doing the social media content since your sister doesn't want to do it anymore. Um, fine, so I'm not going to give her <laughs> shout-outs anymore. <laughs> but make sure you guys follow us on Twitter, at SamGlavin06, at RyanConway76, at WolvesAbroadST, and, of course, at Phl And uh, check out those blogs on the, uh, the LibertyLine.com. I'll be back writing blogs. As soon as exams are over, I promise, Drew, if you're listening, I promise as soon as the exams are over and school is over, I will be back writing blogs. Uh, <laughs> make sure you guys check those out and uh, check out the highlights from uh, Seamus G from the last episode and then tune in for the, uh, for the ones that are coming. Seamus G, close us down.